That's the prize? A free buffet? Oh, well, no, actually, it's not a buffet. It's a special reception at 10 o'clock in the penthouse conference room. Oh. Where a spectacular once-in-a-lifetime opportunity awaits you. What do you think? I think it's some kind of scam. Oh, good, a scam. We'll do it. Okay, do you have someone in your family that just falls for scams all the time? Notice, in a way, they know that they're falling for scams. I mean, we try to let them off the hook, and we try to say they can't help it, they're dumb. But many times when people buy into a scam, they know full well what they're doing, even though then they look like the victim. How was I to know? I was a sucker. I was taken for, I feel like a sucker. I was ta uh, being taken. And it's basically, they want it, typically they want something for nothing. They want freebies. and Or they have such a boring life that they just want to make their life more exciting. And so a scam is better than just sitting home watching the soaps. So there are those of us who've been taken in by scams who could never have predicted it. A good friend or someone else offers you some a deal that you, you take them face value and you've been scammed, and that's very painful. But there are those two who, others who just look for scams. They look for some strange excitement in life, and they don't want to think about the details. They don't want to think about the outcome. Uh, so on another note here, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. Have you ever wanted to express your genuine feelings towards a loved one? to say that you love them or you love certain things about them, but the words get caught in your throat and you're not able to do it, or you're about to utter something and you chicken out again and again. Now, what stops any of us from openly telling one another the positive feelings we have towards each other? or a loved one in your life. Think about someone in your life. You know, even parents, many times parents don't tell a kid I love you. Or they, or kids don't, they feel, oh, of course I love my parents. And you know, in therapy, they will tell me how much they adore their parents. But when I speak to the parents, the parents say, oh, my daughter hates me or my son hates me. And the communication wires just get cut. So later on in the show, I'll talk to one listener who wants advice on how to open up to Ah, a love relationship. How to let the woman of his life know that he loves her. And I'll help him later. Um, and this is changing pace a tad here. I can remember loving the holidays. On Easter, I design a really fun Easter egg hunt for my sisters. And on Christmas, Mom and Dad would put lots of small gifts under the tree. And my sisters and I would rush out on Christmas morning. You know, there might be something like a Bobby doll outfit or maybe a new little ring or cozy winter PJs and a new board game such as Life or Monopoly. And it was fun. It was very warm memories. It was exciting. And I remember one of my favorite birthdays. And you may remember your favorite birthdays. One of mine was going to a special barbecue chicken place, uh, actually out where I live now, but it was out in the sticks when I was growing up. And I was able to bring a good friend along. And we they had a little train ride in the back. That was the draw to this restaurant. They had like a little train in the back uh, in the back there. And I just thought this was the ends of the world. You know, this was wonderful. But birthdays and holidays aren't always a joy. And gift giving can be very stressful, not very fun. 
I've been to family events in which a child was smothered with so many gifts that they absolutely become meaningless. Uh, in fact, in our extended family, we have a playful holiday tradition that costs us nothing. And I'll tell you about that coming up. And I'll also tell you about one grandma who's heartbroken. She's heartbroken to see her two-year-old grandson showered with an overwhelming amount of gifts at a party that none of us would call sweet and simple. And another listener asks, do I need a good kick in the pants to get over my procrastination problem? And finally, imagine that you're in your 20s and you have your own apartment and you're enjoying a relaxing afternoon with your boyfriend when your mom barges in and she starts saying outrageous things to you. How do you cope? Uh, and mom seems to be acting stranger and stranger over the past couple of years and I'll help one person, uh, actually one sibling, try to figure out with her other siblings how to deal with mom. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And even though it's not therapy, it doesn't replace therapy, this is an opportunity for you to ask me any questions that you would ask a counselor and a or a therapist. Today we have an email-only show. I am so inundated with emails, which is wonderful. I love getting a whole variety of different emails. And I Today, we've decided to just have it uh, a simple email show. So I'll give you my number. You can jot it down maybe for another time, or you can always call if you are eager to get a, uh, have a question answered or get on the radio itself. You can call me um, at toll-free 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's our blind, and my website's drkenner.com. Again, that's toll-free 1-877-DR-KENNER. K-E-N-N-E-R. You can leave your question there, and I will answer you on the radio. Okay, here's from Tom. Dear Dr. Kenner, I just started dating Amanda about a month ago, and I'm afraid to tell her what I truly feel inside about her. I try to tell her, but for some reason, I just chicken out of telling her what my true feelings are. Please help me with my problem. Sincerely, Tom. Tom, that brings to mind the movie Cyrano de Bergerac. And if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend getting the old version. You could also get Roxanne, the Steve Martin version. But I get the old one. It's romantic. And um, this woman is at her balcony and her lover is below. And little does she know that Cyrano has been giving her lover all these wonderful words to tell her. Well, this time Cyrano isn't there. So the lover's on his own. And she says, tell me the ways in which you love me. Oh, tell me the ways. And he says, I love you. And she said, oh, speak eloquently to me. And he goes, I love you lots. And she goes, no, 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 no. Tell me with rich, the richness, of course, I'm paraphrasing here, how much you love me. And she, he says, I love you very much. And of course, she's very disappointed. It's a very uh, cute scene in the movie. So all of us want that visibility. We want to know what our partners love most in us and not to just share it in, in non-verbals. We always love the hugs, the kisses, but to be able to be told in words. And it could be that your parents, Tom, weren't very forthcoming with telling you how much they loved you. And so you don't have much practice. You don't have good role models in your past. Or they may have told you, I love you so many times that it became meaningless. It was just like, how are you today? 
bye, I love you, and it just becomes very flat. And so you want to start asking yourself, first, how can you explain how you love Amanda to yourself? And when we get back, we'll talk more about this. I'll talk to you about how do how do you actually open up to someone? How do you go about being true to the person you love and true to yourself, not saying more than you mean or not saying less than you mean? Do you want your doctor to decide what treatment or medicine you need? Or do you want the government to decide what treatment you are allowed? If you would like more information on politics and your health care, visit the website of Americans for Free Choice in Medicine, www.afcm.org. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Genuine self-esteem does not depend simply on your practical successes and failures, but on your method of thinking and your choice to act on the basis of your best thinking. It means being in mental focus. You're in charge of whether and how you think. How you think affects the practical outcomes you achieve, but outcomes are not always fully in your control. What's important is that you do what is possible with what is in your control. If you earn your own self-esteem, you make yourself more lovable. And in the end, you'll attract more and better individuals as potential partners. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com. <laughs> 